The ocean is more ancient than the mountains, and frightened with memories of the dreams of time. Welcome to St. Baxton. A Pump Cthulhu real play tabletop role playing experience starring Steph as Clara Carter, Mike as Nicholas Wally, Fred as Edward Worthington III, Ben as Max Anderson, and your game master, Veronica. Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your game master, Veronica, and it is a pleasure to be here with you again in your earbuds, uh, in your car stereo, on on your commute, you know, just doing the the mundane parts of your day. It, it's, it's a pleasure to be with you. And uh, I'm so happy that you've decided to make us a part of your life, your day, and may this be the greatest fucking Friday of all. And here to celebrate this Friday is uh, my good friend, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hi, V. Uh, yes, uh, as, as you heard, I'm Ben. I play Max Anderson, and my pronouns are he, him. Oh, I'm sorry, Ben. My pronouns, she, her. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Hey there, everybody. This is Fred, and I play Edward Drake Worthington III, and my pronouns are he, him. Hello, everyone. It's Mike Lane here, and I am playing your goth squid belly, Watley. And my pronouns are he, him. And my name is Steph. I play Mayor Clara Carter, who is definitely alive. And everyone surely knows that, right? And my pronouns are she, her. They do now. They do now. <laughs> they know now. They do now. <laughs> See? <laughs> so this season three is known as is going to be known as the accelerationist season. <laughs> Everything yeah. that's that will ever happen is going to happen instantly. Yeah. <laughs> So just to catch you up really quickly, in case you have not uh, listened to the last episode, so our adventuring party has decided to split. So we've got Watley and Edward in the truck, and they are headed somewhere. I can't remember where. Where are you guys going? To get food. Yeah, to get food. Get us some burgers. To look around. To, uh, have well, a look we about. Doctor, like, were we going to go get Dr. Mason? Was that what? It- yeah, we're going back to my house. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe the plan was either, yeah, you go back to your house first or you go get your car from Mary. So I imagine you go back to your house first, and get, get Mary, and then go get, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then bring us burgers. Yeah, at the end, you are going to come back, and I assume you're going to get burgers from Leah. And then we've got Max and Clara, and they have gone back into the library, which is suspiciously different, um, just architecturally. And uh, Clara decided that now is the best time to call City Hall after having faked her death for seasons, um, it seems. (laughs) (laughs) At least most of season two of this show. Yeah, I think like half a season. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. And so she's now called her office and they're like, what? You're alive? And that's where we're going to pick up today. Mayor, we're so we're so happy that you're alive. Where are you? Could we come and grab you? Uh, no, listen, I'm trying to keep things on the down low. There there was a murder attempt <gasps> on my life. Oh, my. And we... They they tried to kill me and my friends, and so we've had to stay in hiding in order to try to flush out the killers. But I I just 
St. Paxton needed me, so I've got things to do. Of course, yeah, um, no problem. So, did you want me to keep this between me and you? For now. What? Yeah, I need to find the right time, of course, to to spread it around. But, okay. um, so the, the reason I called the, the library, need, we need to discuss funding for the library. I oh. feel like the history of the island is incredibly important. You know, if we don't understand where we came from, how do we know where to go, you know? Oh, sh- sure. Um, well, that that's a, a really big leap from some of the major infrastructure uh, things that you had you had on the agenda. But of course, um, maybe I could suggest to the interim mayor, uh, Mr. M, you know, that, that we put this on the agenda or give it a looky-loo um, I, I, without saying that it was you, of course. Yeah, if if you could suggest that, and then I will find the right time and announce to everybody that I am alive and well, and I can take back over for Mr. M. Such good news. Okay, um, well, if there's anything I can do, I mean, do you need me to send you any kind of correspondence, or should we never been a part of a secret government operation before, so this is really exciting. Actually, yes. If you would like to take uh, some notes from any meetings, uh, any anything that maybe Mr. M might be implementing, uh, just so that when I take back over, things can go seamlessly and I, I'll know what's happened and, and how to take over in the best way possible. Uh, perhaps you could just drop it off at the library here. Oh, sure. And who should I say it's for? Uh, how about say it's for the for Ezra? Say it's for Ezra. Okay. And then I I will I'll communicate with Ezra and get it from her. Okay. Um. Well. Thanks again, Mayor. And um, I'll I'll be sure to. You know, put a bug in Mr. M's ear and see what we can do as far as funding. Excellent. You've been so helpful. Thank you. Of course. And, um, you know, just again, when you inevitably come back into power, just remember that I was here to help you. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, I, I appreciate uh, people who work hard for St. Paxton. Of course. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Uh, so Max. Yeah. Hey, Rosie. How'd that go? Kind of forgot that they thought we were dead. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, here's something else we forgot too. Um, yeah. let's go ahead and refresh our luck. So, what we do, Rosie, <laughs> me, you, and I hope, um, uh, you know, uh, Ed and Nicholas, they think about this on their own. If they roll. You know, a couple of D10s, you know, percentile uh-huh. dice. If they roll uh, above where their luck is now, they get to add 2D10 plus 10, and that's how much more luck they get. If they roll below, it's 1D10 plus 5. Now, that Edward fella, he's got, he seems pretty lucky, so I think he gets to add an extra die 10 no matter what. So let's just think about that. Let's think real hard about that real quick. 
Yeah, I do think I'm gonna need some good luck. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna need some luck too after that big old whoopsie doodle we did. Whoopsie, oh. yeah. Okay. Got distracted by seeing a big old monster coming out of the ocean. I, you know that it'll happen. As you do, that'll happen. You know, it happens. Happens to the best of us. Hey, listen. Thank, thank you so much, Ben, for uh, for doing that. I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> nope, no problem. Uh, 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 voice up from the heavens. I got you back. Don't worry. Hey, listen. I just ran a game. Okay, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, so Rosie, I'm feeling in my heart of hearts that I got about, I'm up to 49 luck now, which is, you know, lower than it usually is for me, which is maximum. But, you know, hey, you got to take what you can get, right? <laughs> right, right. I can be pretty unlucky sometimes, um, but I, I do feel like I'm about, you know, if I had to put a number on it, I'd say about like 24 points luckier now. Excellent. You know, I love yeah. to hear that, you know, and then Max's eyes like go white and his mouth opens and then you hear uh, Nicholas and Edward's voices come out uh, declaring where their luck's at now. <laughs> uh, so how are you feeling? Are you feeling lucky, Nicholas? Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say lucky. I mean, I would feel like almost max level lucky because uh, you know i i had 90 to start with rolled a 48 got 1d 10 plus 5 got 7 uh no yeah uh, max is a very lucky guy and uh i'm feeling quite lucky as well i feel maxed out just <laughs> like max max's eyes roll Come back into his eyes, his mouth clo- his mouth kind of goes back to normal. Oh, that too. Woo, that used to happen to me all the time back in my uh, uh, freedom fighting in the desert days, which may or may not be real. Who knows? Like we're in an island floating in a in a sea of of horrors, right? But anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Oops, I've totally. I mean, yeah. I. Um. Uh, I was oops. I was so I was so focused <laughs> on getting Ezra on our side. Because I feel like we really need her help with this big book. Because I'm going to tell you, I can, let me, this, despite what other people may think, I can read. But I just don't <laughs> like to do it. So. That's that's fine. I, um, I got completely distracted by everything that's been going on. And uh, I think we need to tell people we're alive. I because, think, yeah. And we need to come up with, like, a good reason why we haven't told them other than just hiding for our lives. Um, because I need to take back over from Mr. M. We do not want him in charge of the island. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of helpful with that with that photo book, but I think he was just kind of mm. playing both sides there. So, yes. yeah, he's you know. helpful when it's helpful for him, I think. That's, that's the vibe I got from him. So, yeah. you know, if we, yeah, yeah, I mean, of course... I'll keep my peepers peeped and my, my, you know, if there's any kind of scenario where we can get him on our side for a thing we need to accomplish, which is good. He's We need to think of him maybe more as a tool as opposed to huh. an opposing force. That's That's a good thing to consider. I have so far only considered him as an opposing force. <laughs> well, so understandable. Maybe, you know, I can uh, open up my mind a little and... Hey, that's just what I. Hey, if if 
I can I can take that. You don't have to like him. I can put him in a corner. Hopefully, <laughs> well, I'm not going to like him. Okay, maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe he's useful. Exactly. So, <laughs> so hey, again, like I said, we've got City Hall is working on getting more funding to the library. That'll make yes. as Ezra crack a a, a a nice smile. So I bet we can yeah, get her to check this book out for us. Yeah, let's go do it. I need to talk to her anyway. <laughs> I've volunteered her to be my. Uh, courier that's okay yeah i thought i overheard that over the phone so yeah. she kind of shuffled off so uh and max yeah, looks looks around and is like ah we don't gotta look for her and this rings the bell at the front desk <laughs> uh she just pops back up over the counter back again so soon were you there the whole time N- no oh okay you just popped up like I have a whole... My office is under the desk, so... Okay. Okay. Couple things. First of all, good news. I've got the council working on getting more funding for the library. A really big, toothy grin just spreads across Ezra's face. That will be most helpful. Yes. So I'm very excited for that. The The council member might be dropping off some uh, correspondence. And I I did say he could leave it with you, if that's okay. Of course. If you don't mind helping us out so we can make sure this, the funding goes through and all that. Yes, of course. I'm apparently at your command. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say command, but I, I really appreciate your help. Nothing. It's lovely to be appreciated. Uh, Yes. Well, I see that you have a very interesting item, and I would just love to get my little claw hands on it. And she Uh, has her hands up, you know, (laughs) just like this, and her long fingernails are almost like in a tickle finger type of (laughs) mode. But she's really anxious to get that get that book. I'm going to shoot a look over at Max and kind of shrug. And Library nerds, you can't, they just <laughs> love the big books. And I will hand it over to Ezra and, and say, it's, maybe you can help us uh, look into this book? Yes, of course. Um, this does seem like it's enchanted with some kind of spell or... Um, perhaps a curse. This will take some time to uncover the truths. Perhaps come back tomorrow. Okay. It's it's a cursed book? It could be. It could be a blessed book. But it's better okay. to make sure before opening. Yeah. Yeah, I found uh, being reckless with magical books is probably not wise. <laughs> so... I appreciate the help. <laughs> of course. Thank you. And she drags the book across the desk and just sort of slumps down behind the, uh, well, I guess behind the desk, right? So you can't really see her. And you hear this like rustling, shuffling underneath the counter. And then you can actually hear as she's walking underneath you under the floorboards. Like apparently there's some kind of a secret work area which she's using there so you are now aware that she has this can i just 
peek behind the counter and see. Oh, of course. It, yeah, you can try Is it anything. like a trap door or something that she goes through? Um, so if you lean over the counter, what you'll see are you'll see a really long orange extension cord and it kind of just wraps around the the other side of the counter. There's lots of things back there, like some old checkout cards and uh, all sorts of, you know, library things. Um, but there's plugged into the extension cord are some old school Christmas lights, just multicolored lights. And they're just hung up and they seem to go underneath the desk. It's not super well lit, but you can see that there's something there. You would have to actually go behind to really investigate if you wanted to to know more about the under the desk. I just worked really hard to get her on my side, so I don't think I should go poking around in her business. Okay. So I'm, I was just curious if there was nothing back there and she's just magically appearing. Of course not. That would be ridiculous. Of course. All right. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to do in the library? Well, hey, Rosie, we should, um, I mean, things look different. Mm -hmm. I want to double check our, well, your, whose guys' uh, journals oh. about the past. I wonder if maybe whatever altered the library might have maybe spruced them up enough. Mostly I'm just yeah. curious about where I've been this whole time. Do you have journals, I wonder? <laughs> Writing stuff down doesn't seem my <laughs> style, but then again, I didn't think I could uh, uh, control... Uh, the land so i don't know maybe fair <laughs> stranger things have happened yes i guess okay um so you'll go back into the library and everything is shuffled around it's different now um and you don't see these long rows of journals uh, that the characters had filled out before and that we had referenced before but there is a small room where you remember in a previous episode where I had mentioned that they were kind of just sort of dusting away where they were, you know, kind of disappearing and turning into ash. Uh, there is a room that has all of that ash sort of swept into a big pile. Oh, are there any books on the, is there any shelves or any other books in there in this room? Um, it's a big circular room. So it's like a, a big cylinder. Okay. It goes up for several stories and you can see the books are like some of the binding is still there. So if you picked it up, you could see years and names and things of that nature. And you do run by some, but they're not the like fancy leather bound ones that, you know, perhaps Clara has. You see one that looks like more of a, um, you know, those like black and white college <laughs> composition notebooks. Yes. So you have several of those and there's just a Sharpie that would say like, Max, don't fucking read this if you ain't me kind of a thing. <laughs> and... <laughs> Oh. But as soon as you pick it up, you can tell it's quite fragile. Roll library use. 
Oh, baby. I'm gonna, oh, so, so uh, okay, so I rolled a 16, so I succeeded. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna spend, is it, I forget if it, it's meets it beats it when you're using skills, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna spend six points to make it a hard success. Okay. Um, so you can feel this, um, it's almost like when, it, when you bring the book up, you can actually smell this ashy kind of campfire smell from it. Although you don't see um, where a fire may have torched the curtains or even the bookshelves itself, it seems to be outside of what a normal fire would uh, would affect a, a physical space. So you are suspicious that perhaps this is not a natural fire. And you know that if you were to open this just sort of willy-nilly without gloved hands, without taking the proper precautions to preserve this, um, you could potentially damage it and you could have pages that stick together. Um, So if this is something that you're wanting to save, you might want to get a bag, stick it in there and take it to Ezra and impress upon her the importance of preserving this particular book. Gotcha. And I only see like, like the one uh, Um, composition book or is there multiple ones? With your hard success, I will say that you have maybe seven or eight that you're able to salvage and they're not all composition books. Some of Mm -hmm. them are like spiral notebooks. Others are, you know, just like a, a nicer type journal. So it seems like maybe you're writing on whatever was handy or maybe just available to you at the time. Gotcha. So you'll find seven or eight of those. Gotcha. Are there any bags around that I could put them in or is it just... Um, You can see that Ezra has some archival supplies sort of all around the library. So if you popped out the door, you could probably pick up some envelopes and things that you could seal these up in to preserve. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. All right. So, uh, Rosie, it sounds like you guys know a lot about yourselves here. So uh, this is kind of all I got. So I'm going to take some of these bags and kind of gingerly put... I hope that's okay. Hope we take that. Yeah. Um, Ezra keeps asking us what we want her to work on first. I'm thinking maybe we should make the journals a priority. Yeah, or if we have to hire a an archival person while she's doing right. other stuff, she could point yeah. them in this room and say, fix it. Yeah. With the new funding that we're going to get. Exactly. <laughs> so if I put these in a bag and kind of, so Max will with, I assume with his heart success can, can take the, 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 the seven or eight journals, kind of put them in their own kind of, uh, sous vide bags for, for <laughs> books. And, um, he kind of, he just puts them back like on the shelf just, but now they're like sealed up and they're a bit, they're safer now. Okay. Um, in his mind, that's what, if that sounds correct, that feels yeah. right with the hard success. Um, it's like, all right, so whenever we head out, well, we we told those two we'd wait here at the library. Crap. I, mean, I don't know what else we could do here unless you want to look for your books, but it sounds like you guys already know everything or know a lot anyway. Well, yeah, I don't know if I'd say everything, but I kind of remember more than the others, it seems we could do some other research. I guess we could just keep looking around for other stuff or or a thing 
that I don't think those two are going to take care of. And I think it might be good for, for us to do since you're here. Maybe uh, the little uh, the thing going on in the basement of your bar. Uh, yeah. Uh, we can like research we whenever we want. That. If we if something happens, if they decide uh, if, if your buddy over the phone kind of uh, blows it, uh, they'll be there pretty, pretty quick. So we might want to head back over there and just leave a note with Ezra saying, hey, yeah, yeah I think I, we always got to leave a note. It's very important. <laughs> right. So when they come back with burgers <laughs> yeah. and we're not here, they know where we are. Do, do we have a plan for what to do with the, the basement at the Starfire? I was thinking I can control the earth. Maybe I can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still. I mean, there's I know there's things like resurrection spells that exist. I still have hope that we can help Nighthawk. Well, if we we properly inter them in some capacity i bet we could uh we could always come back okay well it seems as though this was neither cursed nor blessed oh my god what are they <laughs> already passed what the what the hell oh it just didn't take as long as i had initially thought um yes this just seems to be some sort of um history book you know it, where did you get this exactly? Because from what I understand, this book has been lost for many, many years. Um, it, it was given to us. By whom? Okay, out of character question. Is there um, on the cover, does it say, like, is it clearly marked Xander and Anya? Does it have their names on it? So when you first picked up the book, there was certainly some kind of, um, what? how shall I say, cheaply leather worked um, kind of markings on it. So it looks like perhaps someone just got access to, you know, a, a craft store leather burning kit and was just like, mm-hmm. duh, 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 this, this seems neat. Uh, and then never picked it up, never practiced, didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> and now that Ezra has had this book, you see that the cover has changed substantially. And it just has a really large shield on it. Um, Honestly, I'm not sure how to explain who gave that to us. If I'm being honest, I we just met in passing. That's fine with me. I don't need to ask a I don't mean to ask leading questions that would uh, have you reveal sources that were confidential. Yeah, I mean honestly, Max just without thinking. Yeah, I mean honestly, the names are probably in it. Well, that's the weird thing here. See, and Ezra opens up the book and all you see are fresh blank pages. There's nothing in here. 
Um, I've, I've tried dabbling with tears and blood and sweat, but nothing seems to pull forward any kind of sacred or historical writings. Um, so I just, well, I, I, I wasn't actually trying to run into you. The next thing I thought is perhaps uh, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, you know. And she pushes past you into the room and she just sort of scatters some of the books uh, off of the small table or I'm sorry, some of the ashes rather, off of this small table and she places this book in the center. Um, Would you like to join hands? Perhaps we can speak to the past and future itself. Yeah. Uh, Sure. Sounds great. Love this. Wonderful. Take my hands and roll a cult. (laughs) Alright, well, it's gonna be tough because we gotta hold each other. I I only got one free hand. Okay. (laughs) And I'm not very good at a cult. Oh, I got nothing. I only got my nice little Um, 5% it comes with. I rolled a 51 out of five. Okay. How'd you do? Not too much better. I'm within (laughs) striking distance of using almost all of my luck to at least make it a success. Would it? I don't. Same. I have the luck, but it's like, do I want to use it all? No, we just, we're still kind of. Just kind of starting, so... As you mull this over, we're going to switch over to the other party. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do some math. Watley and Edward, you've stopped. You're looking in the rearview mirror, and I don't remember exactly what it was that you were looking at, but um, it's still there, as referenced in the preceding episode. It was the library, but the outlook of the library was completely different. Okay. Like the architecture. Yeah, so you'll notice, yeah, you'll notice that the architecture, the silhouette, as it were, of the library in front of the, in front of the moon and with the fog and all of that is very different. Uh, Certainly not the, the outline and the the silhouette that it was before. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I mean, there's a lot of crazy things going on in this island. I, I think we should just stay focused and on task. Right. And I will continue driving to my house. Okay. Uh, it doesn't take you long, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and you get to the Watley estate. Does anything look out of place as I pull in? Uh, no, in fact, your house has always looked like a haunted house and probably always will. Uh, nothing looks different. It looks like, you know, kind of rolling up to the Adams family house. It's uh, quite Victorian. Okay, well, um, if you want to go get Mary, I have to check on something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's fine. I'm splitting the party again. (laughs) Okay. A triple split. I always recommend it. Edward, we will uh, let Watley go do his little chore and then I'll get back with you. Watley, 
Where where are you going? I'm going to go check on my brother. Okay, great. You get into the barn, you use all of the incantations and things that you know to work. And um, he is there in the railroad car, but he certainly looks quite different. Roll Mythos. Ooh. 76 out of 30, so no. Okay. What you notice is that his behavior seems uh, really skittish. So he keeps looking around at uh, things in the barn, but you don't really kind of catch on to what it, whatever it is that he's seeing. So, um, yeah, it's just a little... A little strange that he's acting worried or scared. Hmm. It's okay, brother. I will get you something to eat. I think you're feeling what happened earlier, but you should be safe now. The monstrous brother, you know, just leans out and you can see that there is this new hump over one of his shoulders, like kind of a, a jelly type quality. Um, and he presses it toward you. I would like to inspect it closer. Okay. You may either roll a first aid or a medicine. And you know what? If you want, you could probably do a natural world, actually. I'll go with natural world. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I have like nothing in first aid. Oh, first aid's not too bad, but natural world's better. Okay. <laughs> 90 out of 40. <laughs> Do you want to use some luck? Yeah, let's. Let, oh, that's a lot of luck. I'm just asking. I'm not. I'm not tempting you. No, I'll, Mr. I'll Max save it. Luck. I think. I think I'm good at the moment. Okay. Um, so what do you do when you expect, inspect this? Um, I would take my lighter out and hold it up so I can see it. Okay. So you flick the lighter and you see that there's this jelly mass, but inside of the jelly is this whirring fog, very similar to the fog that is carpeting most of St. Paxton Island. Edward, you open the door and you walk into Watley's house. Dr. Mason, uh, it's Edward. We're back. Um, Are you here? Uh, Yeah, of course I'm here. I just fell asleep. I just had a big burrito. Uh, we're actually going to go get something to eat. I, I guess you just ate, but uh, we're wondering if you want to come back with us. We're going to get together at the library. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I could just, if you're going to go get food, I could just ride down myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you have your car here, that's fine. We're thinking about getting some burgers at the Divine Bovine, you know, maybe <gasps> check on Leo. You know, I'll go with you. I really like their milkshakes. Okay, excellent. Okay, great. How are you? Uh, it's been an odd night. Yeah. But good. Um, 
I don't know. This fog is weird. Yeah, the fog is weird. It's really strange. And it, there's not a lot of people on the road. We didn't see anybody on the way here. And uh, on a Saturday night on St. Paxton Island. It's kind of out of place. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, okay. Well, um, I guess if that's all we need, I'll grab my coat and put my boots on. Uh, yeah, um, hey, Dr. Mason, can I talk to you about something? Oh, of course, Edward, anything. Look, I we've been working together for a long time now, and, you know, I feel very comfortable talking to you, and I've been seeing things lately. Okay, um, hallucinations, or... I don't know how to explain it. Um, I guess uh, I'm seeing auras, um, maybe energy. I, I don't know. I'm I I don't know. Maybe I hit my head and I'm just imagining things. Okay. Well, what do you see when you look at me? What do I see when I look at her? You'd see something very similar to what you saw. With everyone else. So she doesn't stand out at all? No. And then explain what it is I see again. You said I see like... So it's almost like you see um, her chi or her soul or whatever it is that makes someone beyond their physical capabilities. What makes them continue to live? I... I guess I don't know how to explain it, Dr. Mason, but it's just your... Well, perhaps you could draw it um, here. And she opens up a little field notebook, something she always keeps on her. Here, just draw draw it. And I've already copied. There's the human body. Um, what do you see? I draw. It. I start to draw the energy around the body that she put on paper. Okay. Edward, um, I don't know how it is that you're seeing this at all, but of course this isn't medicine, but this looks exactly like, you know, some, maybe some sort of um, Eastern belief or uh, some medicines are ancient and um, the earth is old and humankind is old and perhaps this is just um, a new gift that you've been given in order to heal, to heal people. I, I wouldn't be too concerned. Now, is, does it affect your vision? Are you able to see... Well, can you perform surgery is what I mean. Do I have any concerns about that? Um... Yeah, you could probably be quite distracted if you can't learn to focus through this. I'm not 100% sure. I... No, I, I, I think I'll be fine. I'm... Yeah, you know, it's probably just a lack of sleep. I am probably just... I need to get some rest and... Um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't bring this up. I know how you hate hearing about Eastern medicine and anything that's not truly scientific, but um, let, let's go get some food. 
Yeah, well, you know, as long as you don't try and sell me some uh, some mineral oil that smells good. Uh, no, of course not, no. Okay, well, um, you know, and as you walk, are, are you going to do anything else in there? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. As you walk out, she will talk more about druids and um, just all sorts of different takes on perhaps what this could be. So she seems to be quite engaged with whatever it is that you're going through and really wants to get to the bottom of this. Um, If you roll a medicine, you can kind of or either a medicine or a psychology to kind of understand her perspective. You are able to do that. I will definitely roll a medicine. Um, I rolled a a 77 out of 84. So it is a success. Okay. Um, so as she's asking you these follow-up questions, you can kind of understand that what she's trying to do is to understand. And from a very distance, from a very distanced um, perspective is maybe trying to come to a diagnosis for you. So even though she's acting like a friend and a mentor, um, she's also still wearing her scientist mm-hmm. hat and is wanting to to help you get to the root of this, uh, to this issue. Watley, where did we come on the luck situation? Are we yeah, using it? I'm going to keep it. Okay. It'll be okay. You see the rolling fog in his in his jelly hump, and that's about all you get. It's just a rolling fog and a and a hump of jelly. Mm. It does seem quite painful as he's kind of pushing it out toward you. You must have absorbed some of this. I'm sorry. It is a strange fog. And he pushes it in closer to you. Do you want me to lance this? I gesture like I'm popping something. He leans in closer to you. Okay. I will pull out my... (laughs) I will pull out my machete. I'm like, okay, hold still. And I will slowly slip it into the gelatinous area. As you do so, um, you feel like there's something in there. Like as you're slowly pushing it in, it's almost like you felt it to like it would be like a balloon. Like, you know, there wouldn't be anything in there because of the rolling fog. But there's something in there. Do you push forward or do you pull this out? I will kind of cut forward a little bit and then pull it out. And then if nothing immediately escapes, I will reach my fingers in and pry it apart to see if I can feel what's going on. Okay. As you pull out the machete from 
the jelly hump. And you reach your hand forward. This fog rolls out very quickly. Roll dodge. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, this I could do. There's a 19, which is a... The mid-success? What's it called? Hard success? Hard success. success. Okay. As you see this fog just sort of swooshing over you, you almost like Neo from the Matrix like fall backwards but you fall backwards onto your back and that man the man with the cigarette floats over your body as you've left the barn door open and he says see you later kid and he just pushes out the door I will roll over to my stomach and then get up quickly. As you roll over to your stomach, you see Edward coming through the doorway as the smoke man is pushing forward. Edward, roll dodge. 47 out of 42, I will spend 26 luck points to make that a hard success. Okay. As you get to the barn door, you see this familiar orange ring coming at you. And um, you just kind of swoop out of the way really quickly. Unfortunately, Mary is behind you and is just thinking like, okay, but what, what could this be? And Edward, you hear a voice say, now this will be fun. And you watch as Mary goes, <clears throat> Do you smell that? <clears throat> and you watch as this fog and the smoke goes into her nose and disappears. <clears throat> I think Watley's a smoker. We have to talk to him about that. <sighs> Uh, this, that wasn't smoke. Uh, you know. What? No, it smells exactly like smoke. Don't tell me, Watley, I am a doctor. You shouldn't be smoking. Doctors used to recommend smoking, so excuse me. Uh, I've never recommended smoking. Thank you. Edward, I I think you should... Attend to Mary. I'm going to lock up. Okay. Um, I will do a medicine check on uh, Dr. Mason. Okay. Um, if you don't mind, let me just... I. If it's going to make you feel better, that's fine. I just... I know what I smelled. Uh, 38. That would put me at a hard success. Okay. Uh, you do a thorough examination of Mary, and you note that, like, oh, she, everything looks fine. She coughs. Everything's good. Uh, there's only one thing that you notice with your heart success, and that is that her eyes are a totally different color. What color are they? 
Uh, they seem to be kind of a yellow. Anyways. Yeah, go ahead. What? 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 Uh, nothing. Um, just, if you feel anything, if you're feeling weird, just let me know. Um, if I'm feeling weird, yes, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah. You're the one that, <laughs> you're feeling weird. <laughs> Do I notice anything with my ability as far as her energy or her aura? She has anything other than her eyes changed for me specifically? Sure. Uh, roll me a power roll. Okay. Ooh, that's not good. 81. I think my power is 65. Can I use luck on that? Um, I'm going to say in this instance, sure, you can try that. Uh, so then 16 points. Yeah, I'll use 16 points. Okay. You notice that there is a second aura behind her. So, you know, where hers is kind of a, a yellow color, there is another one right behind her that is this kind of a dark almost ominous looking purple. Um, and it just seems to have all sorts of uh, tendricle, tendrils and things leaping out of it. It's almost as though it is lightning in its most condensed form. I will not mention that, but I will keep that in the back of my mind. Okay. Clara, Max, you're holding hands. Nothing seems to be happening. But all of a sudden, you feel this movement all around you. Do you keep your eyes open or closed? Did she tell us to close our eyes? She didn't tell you to do either. I keep my eyes open then. Yeah, my eyes would be open. Okay. He watches Ezra has her eyes closed and is chanting some sort of ancient tongue. You're not quite under you're not quite sure what it is that she's saying. The words don't seem to be words. Um, and there's a lot of nothing happening. And then all of a sudden you watch as all of the ash floats up into this pyramid over the book and there's an energy that's just being drawn out of both of you and you can see and feel this uh, tugging at your chest as something is pulling life perhaps out of you but is also drawing the ash out of the air and you see photos and you see script and maps and all sorts of things starting to populate the pages and they begin to flip quicker than you can see them. And you'll see ancient symbols and things that don't seem knowable to you. Max, you watch as your books in the plastic bags are kind of shaking on the shelf where you left them. Almost like they're trying to get out, but they can't. Hey, Ezra, can I pause? I gotta open up the bags with the books in them. 
No pausing the sale. Can I? Well, can can I? Can we like, like step together over to the book so I can open them <laughs> so we can get more books into this book? I I kind of tell what's happening here. <sighs> yes, I, I guess. Okay. I was gonna say maybe Abuela can reach it for you. What's an abuela? Uh, listen, if we all just like step one two, <laughs> step one two, we could just get over to where I put the books and then. Okay, just we kinda, can do that. Just kind of shimmy. We just got. Okay, everyone, just roll a dex. Sixty-five out of seventy. Sixty-six out of ninety-five. You shuffle one, two, shuffle one, two. And Ezra looks very irritated as her eyes have remained closed. Can't believe these young children. I didn't know. Look, lady, I didn't know you were going to do a magic spell to put all the books in the one book. I swear to God. I swear to God. And Max will take his hand, reach over to the book and kind of with one hand, just kind of whip the book, the whip the bag open rather. So the okay. book can be kind of open. He does that with each bag, just kind of just whips it open a little bit. As you just, and it's pretty easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, your books just float up into the air and they begin to turn into ash with everything else. And you see them joining with the ash that's, you know, already there. And you're there for quite some time as all of these books and whatever else is in this room start flooding into the book. Each of you will lose four hit points. Okay, so uh, the other party, so Edward and Watley, uh, you are going to do what? Go get burgers, I guess? Yeah, we're going to go to the Divine Bovine. And get some burgers. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't take you long to get there. Of course, there's no traffic on the road. Is this odd, Watley? Like, there's nobody out here. I've I've seen quiet nights. It's probably just this fog, right? Yeah, I guess. It starts to rain quite a bit, so it comes down pretty heavy. Um, and the fog just sort of starts to dissipate a bit you pull into a parking spot the lights are on in the divine bovine the neon sign is illuminated and they are open I will uh, just hurriedly run in to avoid the rain okay as you run in Mary has her jacket over her head and you both run in there's music on the jukebox playing there seems to be a flood of teenagers that are in there as well and you see someone from the back and uh, he lifts up his hand Edward hello (laughs) my good friend it's been ages since I've seen you God, Leo, it's so good to see you. You can't even... Get back here, my man. I need help. This youth group just came by, and I've got a, I've got so many burgers to sling out. I got you, Leo, of course. Like good old times. All right. God, it's so great to see you here. 
Edward, with your second sight, um, you see that Leo looks like a normal person. If you were to medically examine him right now, you would say, gosh, guy is in tip top shape, right? There's no aura. And every person in the divine bovine has an aura. But That's him. right. That's right. Okay, I'll store that information away. I won't really push into it. Obviously, there's a lot going on right now. I immediately jump on the grill and I start flipping burgers and putting buns onto the the flat top, toasting them up, you know, getting all the condiments ready and just kind of go back into the old day motions. So you're there for a couple of minutes. Watley, what are you going to do while Edward uh, sexily starts a... Flipping some burgers, buttering some buns. Well, first off, I open an umbrella and step out of the car because I'm a civilized man. (laughs) (laughs) Do you wax your mustache before you go out? (laughs) I don't think Wally has a mustache. Well, I don't know. It seemed silly, so. As I walk in and see that there's quite a few people inside, I'd like to look down the street, see if there's any other signs of activity. Yeah, so you see that as the fog dissipates, um, there are more and more people about. And with that, I will step under the uh, awning, lower the umbrella, and walk inside. Real spot hidden. I would love to. All right, I got a 67 out of 64, and so I will use three luck points to make it a success. Okay. Um, you see something, you know those little um, those little stands where you can put in a quarter, 50 cents to get a newspaper? Yeah. Like a little dispenser? You see something kind of crouched beside that, and it almost looks like a really big paper sack. As you get closer to it, you see that it's kind of moving a bit. I will poke it with the umbrella. Ow! Is someone in the sack? The little paper sack looking thing looks up and you see it's actually a raincoat of sorts. And there is a very small child, maybe four years old, that's there. Hello? Can you help me? I crouched down. What? What What are you doing out here by yourself? I was going to the movies with my Nana and my Papa, and the thing was gone, because there was a big fog came, and then I was gone, and then they were, they were gone, and I don't know where I am. Okay, well, hey, have you had anything to eat? Do you want to come inside and sit down and have a no, bite and then we'll... I want my dad and papa. Well, we'll make some calls and we'll get you where you need to go. Come on. Okay. And I offer my hand. And that's where we're going to call it. Ooh. I got five Blasphemous Burgers here, one extra ketchup, <laughs> five with no pickles, four sinful Sundays. And an apothecal, apothecal pie slice coming up. <laughs> is it apple or is it pear? 
All right. Um, thank you everybody for joining us for another episode of St. Paxton. I Fred's fucking background. (laughs) Fred's fucking background. (laughs) I don't know if Steph, the editor, is going to keep this in, but Fred has changed his background to Twin Peaks. Um, So, and no, not Twin Peaks. The pie episodes or what or whatever the it is that that <laughs> yeah, that's, about, yeah, that's what, yep. about pies um, that's all it's, it's about. the it's the lesser version of hooters restaurant that he has behind him <laughs> and there's a jeep there's they're, a jeep they're, there they're less peaks more rounded hills yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay i love i love their like uh what is it? Logo is eats, drinks, scenic views. Scenic views, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Even though there's no windows here, I wonder what the scenic what views is. are. Oh, so confusing. Unbelievable, <laughs> you guys. Horrible. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining us. If you want to support the podcast, uh, the best way to do that is by going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash St. Paxton podcast. Um, that is the best way for you to help us out. That's how we pay our editors, uh, how we do fun, cool giveaways and all sorts of stuff. Additionally, if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at St. Paxton podcast. And um, anywhere else anyone can be found? You can uh, find me on Twitter at Ben Stonick. That's B-E-N-S-T-O-N-I-C-K. And you can find me at I Think I'm Fred. I'm on Twitter at One Gaming Lane. And you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Starlit Firefly. And you can find me on Twitter and more than likely Instagram at Typical Veronica. And uh, we have the Geekly Inc. charity stream coming up this weekend. So um, be sure to go to the Geekly Inc. Twitter and follow them if you're not already. uh, Because John Nudzer, if you're not following him at Nudzer on Twitter, uh, is putting together another great charity stream for us. We raised over $14,000 last year. We would love to be able to beat that again this year. Um, I'm playing in two games. Who else is playing that weekend? I'm playing Jackbox later in the evening. Nice. Awesome. So that is my wedding anniversary, so I cannot play. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yes. That's, Listen, that's year, a good yeah. reason. Last year, it was, my, it, was, it was mine and Kim's wedding anniversary. But since it isn't this uh. year, of course, I'm working. But Kim, my my darling wife, at Kim Caddy's, you, she she hangs her. She's, she's around Geekly Inc. You probably know her, love her. Uh, yeah, she'll be she'll be definitely participating in the charity stream. So definitely uh, uh, send send her uh, my love because I will be at work. <laughs> no. In fact, uh, Kim is playing in my game where we're going to be playing Pulp Cthulhu. So we're going to be doing a one shot. Nice. So I Damn. will still get that good good stonic magic. Oh, we both so. get to play excited. with Kim. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yay. Creepers, here are jumping in to let you know that Steph Kingston and I will be on the stream as well. Late night fun to be had at 1.15 Eastern, as we move into Sunday, I will be playing Phasmophobia with Tim Lanning, John Caulfield, and Vince Kenny. Now, normally in these streams, you know, I put my beard up for offer. If we uh, hit a certain donation goal and, well, this year's no different. 
going to be offering it up, setting the goal for 9,000, let's say. And let's see if we can hit that before we get to our leg of the stream, because then it all comes off on stream. It's just, you know, a little fun to be had at my facial expense, you know, <laughs> but uh, let's let's raise some money for an incredible cause. Let's hit that 9,000 before we get to 1.15 a.m. Eastern. And because I'm extra, when it comes to the charity stream, decided to add a little bit more to this year. So you may not know, and it may seem a little weird to some of the editor for a horror podcast, but I am an absolute horror baddie. And we decided that if we hit $500 raised in this first hour and a half of that leg of the stream, uh, between, you know, 115, 245, I'm going to play a level of phasmophobia by myself. Little extra info. I'm going to be streaming from what is, uh, supposedly a haunted theater, you know, so, uh, yeah, it, 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 expect some screams, expect some childlike screams of terror. And because I really do want to see money raised for the Trevor Project, I'm going to donate $500 of my own money if we hit that goal. So please come support us during that leg. And after all that, Steph and I are going to be joining forces with John Caulfield and Molly McBrain for some tabletop fun with Horrified. That starts at 4.15 a.m. Then, in the final leg of the stream, Steph will be joined with the S-House Studios crew for some one-night ultimate werewolf. Well, last year they were incredible, it was hilarious. I think it's safe to say this one's a can't miss. It's all really can't miss though, so please join us throughout the day. Twitch.tv slash geeklyinc. 10 a.m. Eastern on this Saturday the 24th. Hilarity, prizes if you're donating, prizes if you're active in chat, and most importantly, money raised for an incredible organization. Uh, so please come out and uh, support the stream. Even if you can't donate, um, it's really important to just be there because mm -hmm. all of the revenue that we generate from the actual stream on Twitch, that also gets donated. So if you don't oh, have nice. the extra cash to spare, mm -hmm. um, your your views and you know your follows, you know your bits, all of that help us. So um, we're giving all of that to the Trevor Project. So a super important charity to uh, to help. LGBTQIA kids in need, especially teens in need of suicide prevention help. So please come out and uh, join us and support all of the streams. It'll be a really great and fantastic time. Um, if you want to follow our awesome support staff, I can't even say support. We, you wouldn't have this podcast if it weren't for them. Uh, our <laughs> editor is Steph Kingston. You can find her. Actually, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm doing this. They add this later. Forget it. Oh, got them. <laughs> they can put themselves in. They're the editors. Yeah. Yeah. Roshi already has a VO for this. So go follow that. them, please. But you know what? <laughs> Let's just say it really quickly. Steph is awesome. Hiro is awesome. Rob is awesome. Um, they're a good follow on social media. So please get out there and support them. And uh, we will see you next Sunday at 8-ish p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. Yeah. And I promise I won't fall asleep in my recliner. So. Broken right. promises. <laughs> okay, Ben. Wow. Wow. Coming at me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Enjoy the episode? Then click the link in our bio to join our Discord and follow us on Twitter at St. Paxton Podcast. Music in the show is used under license with Epidemic Music or created by Rob Anderson find him at Potentially Rob.
This episode was edited and produced by Steph Kingston and Hiroshi. Follow us at Stefo Kingston and maybe Hiroshi. While you're there, follow the rest of the crew too. V is at Typical Veronica. Mike is at One Gaming Lane. Fred is at I Think I'm Fred. Steph is at Starlet Firefly. And Ben is at Ben Stonic. The podcast art is made by Evan Mitchell. Find out more about his work on the podcast For Whom the Dice Roll. Go to our website, CAFpodcast.com, to find some hidden gems and behind-the-screens info. And if you want to support the show, share us on social media. Leave a five-star review on your podcast player of choice. Check us out live on twitch.tv slash geeklyinc. And if you really want to, you can back us at patreon.com slash Podcast. If you like our work, please check out some fantastic work on geeklyinc.com. And consider supporting the network at patreon.com slash geeklyinc. You can also take a listen to the other great shows from Geekly. Like Transformation Sequence Podcast, Demons Are a Girl's Best Friend, or Naruto Review Tale. With Season 3 really underway now, I am so happy to be in the swing of things and putting out one of the finest podcasts the world may ever know. Now is that hyperbole? <laughs> uh, who can say I'm, I'm just still pumped that we have such an awesome community of listeners and live stream viewers and you all make us feel like we are on top of the world especially our patrons like Zach Sloan to Zach and all of our patrons thank you for your support it means so much to us all and we cannot wait to get you more great audio for your ear holes